And I'm going to also fix my volume, because... What? Exactly. <laughs> it's been so long since we've recorded that it's, my it's microphone... It's been 84 years. What is the, what's the actual thing from Titanic? I don't even know. I'm, it's been so long since I've seen that. Would you, would, would you say it's been 84 years? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh, goodness. That's one of those movies that I watched, you know, when it originally came out, and then Mm -hmm. I watched it again one more time when it was released on VHS. Wasn't it like a a three VHS Yeah, it was two. It was two videos, and there was a stopping point where you had to take out one video and put the other one in. And uh, that was the last time I watched that movie. So Uh, That's still uh, two more times that I've seen it. Okay. So I'm winning. I have never seen it, and I have no desire to. Um, it's a movie called Titanic. The boat sinks. It does. Spoilers. There you go. Let's. And and I I don't know about you, but I hadn't even heard of the Titanic until that movie. Had you? Because you got to think. Know. Like, let's say you're you're two years younger than me. I I turned I turned thirty this year. Okay. Yes. So well. Yes, so we are roughly two years apart. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I would have been five when that movie came out. So I feel like that's kind of an unfair. Like, hi, are you, are you familiar with one of these famous nautical disasters? Yeah, so it's like you know, at that what's, point in my life, I would have. What's nautical been, mean? <laughs> um, yeah, we went to, uh, or yeah, so I would have been like what seven, eight years old, and so I, I have no idea. I, I didn't know. I didn't know what the Titanic was, but uh, I, f- I feel like I heard about it independent of the movie, but I can't say that that wasn't influenced by the movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I'm sure it was in history books and stuff before that. But once it became that kind of cultural phenomenon, it was like, oh, man, I guess we have to I guess we have to keep talking about this thing forever. <sighs> they should make a sequel. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, what would be interesting is if there was like a uh, a fictionalization of the search for the Titanic, mm. where they made it this like high stakes drama, but we know how it ends because we know they found the ship. Um, but they tried to do some type of like human element thing to it, just because that's absurd. Why not? We know how it ends. Like, and it'd be really fun if James Cameron was in it, but as a character because he does like exploration stuff. So it's like presented by james cameron starring james cameron not directed by james cameron like oh this is gonna be fun i did uh there in and i know this is weird to advertise another podcast uh but there is a really good podcast if you enjoy documentary type of stuff there's a podcast about james cameron and how he came to fame and that whole process of making titanic and um it's not nearly as interesting as the one that they did about george lucas uh but it's still very good and um so i i would recommend checking that out and i say that and now i can't remember the name of the podcast this was like maybe three years ago that i listened to this um i'm gonna search for it right now why google are you failing me blockbuster that's right it's called blockbuster um, spoiler alert, I know how that ends as well. In the garbage? R.I.P. Blockbuster. Uh, I can I can still smell it. Blockbuster had a very distinct smell. I think you might have been in Blockbuster more than I was. Probably. I tell you what, though, the most specific Blockbuster memory that I have is, like, four trips in a row trying to get Quest for Camelot, and they never had it. Oh my goodness, Quest for Camelot! That's a movie you haven't thought about in 20 years. Whoa. <laughs> like, longer than that. 20 years? Yeah. Like, that, I feel like I was probably, like, eight years old the last time I watched that. Yeah. Whoa. You know, I felt old today because I was talking to somebody who lives in Mount Juliet, and I was remembering places in Mount Juliet, and I thought of, there was this little putt-putt golf place that had, like, a go-kart thing, mm-hmm. and I haven't been through Mount Juliet in well, that side of Mount Juliet in probably like five years. And I was like, is that putt-putt place still open over there? Because I haven't actually been to that place in probably 15 years. And the guy that I was talking to, he's he's pretty young. And he was like, oh, I would have been seven years old. And I was like, uh, shut up. Get uh, out of here. <laughs> who, 
Who invited you? <laughs> so anyway. That, that hurt me inside. Yeah. I was like, ouch. Man. Make a man feel old. But yeah. Blockbuster. Check it out. It's really fun. It's uh, I, They may have more out. I, like I said, it's, it's seriously been like three years since I've listened to it. But they had one about George Lucas. And then they did one about James Cameron. But they're really well made uh, podcasts, uh, biography type of stuff. And it's, it's almost like, um, like an old radio show, like, a um, you know, like when they would do like little orphan Annie or like the, the pirates, you know, or, um, war of the worlds, you know, where they would tell a story on the radio. It's kind of like that. So it's really neat. I would check it out. Anyway, with that, welcome to this podcast. They didn't ask us. I am Jay, and with me, of course, is, may I say, a very full beard. Thank you. Thank you. John Mueller. I've been neglecting it. It, it is It is. Uh, it is quite thick, my friend. Well, thank you. Yeah. You look good. Thank you. I, I believe that what you should do is keep it that long, maybe grow it out even more, and then this Christmas, dye it white... And play Santa. But Jay, we already know someone who's a who's a perfect Santa Claus cosplayer. I had to say that very slowly, or it would have sounded weird. <laughs> why don't why don't why aren't mall Santas called Claus players? I that is an excellent question. That makes so much more sense. Man, they for real didn't ask us. That is brilliant. Yes, it is. For now on, that is what I'm <laughs> going to tell my kids. Is that's what the Santa the mall Santa Claus is called? He's it's a, a Claus, Claus player. player. Man. I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, that was good. Need to tweet that out. Say save that. BRB. Uh, okay. <laughs> save save that tweet and uh and set it so that it tweets on December twenty fourth. Oh no, that's too late to be to be applicable. We've got to do it like as soon as the clock strikes midnight. Thanksgiving ends. Black Friday starts. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving is over. It is now Christmas. That is how it works. That's it. So be looking Before forward. You can follow John. After. If you would like to on Twitter, jmuller8332, you can... There's an absolute commitment to follow me now for a joke I'm going to make in six months. I do it. It's going to be <laughs> worth it. Well worth the wait. That's for sure. Uh, you can follow me. The nerd is underscore in. Uh, you can also follow the show. It's uh, T-D-A-U underscore pod. And those are probably the best ways to keep in touch with us. Cause you can message us on there. Uh, you can also go to our website. They didn't ask us. No. Yeah. They didn't ask us pod.com. Ah, man, I, I'm a little rusty. It's been like five it's been weeks. A minute. Yeah. Cause <laughs> we didn't have our, uh, first April show because of spring break and other life things just kind of, uh, conspiring against us is how I'm electing to say that. Yes. So here we are, the, the second show of April, and uh, we have a few things to talk about now. Yes, we do. We do have a few things to talk about. With that, I think that's about it. They didn't ask us pod.com. Uh, you can email us if you want to. They didn't ask us at gmail.com. And uh, that's about it. I don't know. Like us, review us, give us a rating, give us a review, share us with your friends. Okay, that's all the plugs. We can move on now. I know you're everybody's like, ah, not this stuff. That's what everybody does. more plugs than an electrician. All right. With that, uh, let's, should we start out with news? We've got, we've got some news. I I think that's probably the move. Okay. Um, so I guess first up, um, if you didn't know this already, they are making Percy Jackson and the Olympians Mm -hmm. is a series that's coming to Disney plus. It was one of those movies that was released around the same time as Harry Potter Mm -hmm. when trying to capitalize on that same. Yes. And I think because of Harry Potter, it didn't do well, but it could have been a series that would have been just as popular. I, you know, I want to say it was released about the same time as the chamber of secrets, maybe. Oh no, definitely not. No. No, the movie is uh, 2010, so that would have been like Half Blood Prince. Oh, oh, okay. The books might have been released. I mean, I, I would. Ex- the books were released before the movie. Come on, John, use your brain. There <laughs> really? Was a se- there was a sequel that Nathan Fillion and Stanley Tucci were in. Wow. Like, how was 
I'm not going to ask how this movie was bad. Movies with great casts are bad all the time. But, like, what are we doing? Uh, Percy Jackson is being going to be played by Walker Scobell. I've never heard of. So he, that's fun. He was just in that movie with Ryan Reynolds. Moving on in the same... Um, <laughs> this this bit of news actually made me chuckle because I thought, well, well, until we hear something in this kind of a duh, but uh, Disney confirms that Captain America 4 is not about to start filming. <gasps> no. What? They're not going to wait and see how the stuff that they're currently doing goes before they commit millions of dollars to a project. Jay, I'm shocked. I know. It's like it almost makes sense. But yeah, that's uh, definitely... I... What's that? What's I really that want it to be another miniseries and not a movie. Mm. Because, well, there's there's so much more potential there. Like, the guy who's helping Sam out at the beginning of the show in the comics becomes Falcon. And I don't think, oh, right. I don't think you've done enough character building to make that happen in a movie. Yeah, no. So either it's not done and we're disappointed, or it's done poorly and we're disappointed. So it sounds like either way we might be disappointed. I think, I think you might be right. Okay. So it's just... I don't know, man. Give it some time. See how the dust settles. I have uh, some other irons in the fire right now. I will go on record. And I'm sure there will be many people that will disagree with me on this. But, you know, you can hate me. That's okay. Um, I think that this next... I think the rest of this Moon Knight series, the Miss Marvel series, and the Multiverse of Madness, I believe will are either going to propel Marvel into the future and is going to do some really good stuff for it or it's going to be the beginning of Marvel taking a spiral dive and crashing. I don't disagree. I think Endgame was the beginning of the end. Yes. Just because I mean they had been what 15 years of That's a, a lot of story. Yeah, but it, but it was one story and that story ended. And I want to say it was a story done very well. It's very intricate. It was it was near perfect. Big picture, I would agree with that. But I mean, I think I think we've we've touched on it multiple times. Is just where do they go from here? Yeah, that isn't really disjointed. And I mean, we saw kind of a glimpse of that with um, with Eternals of just like, well, it's not really connected to anything else, and it wasn't great. There wasn't any buy-in. There wasn't any investment just because there didn't need to be. Um, I think there's a lot of pressure on the shows more than the movies right now. Mm -hmm. um, because Multiverse of Madness, I think, has a lot of pressure, but it knows what it is. You know, Love and Thunder has a lot of pressure, but it knows what it is. With Moon Knight and with Miss Marvel, there's so much world building that has to go into those because they're not established existing characters. So if those can go well and then spin in other characters or allude to other characters, things like that, then I think there's hope. But with no long-term singular vision, I mean, the, the MCU is never going to be what it was, and I think that's just kind of fair. But it's just, what's it going to look like that the next, like, three months, yeah. I think, are make or break? Yeah. Yep. Uh, and and I, I hate that it's come down to that, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, as much as I really enjoyed uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, it, there was a lot of it that I, there, there was some parts of it that I really didn't enjoy. Um, and so, and then the same thing for um, WandaVision. There were, there, you know, f big picture, I enjoyed it. But mm -hmm. there was a lot of stuff, kind of like with Falcon and Winter Soldier, there was a lot of little things that I just didn't care for. And so because of that, I feel, you know, Moon Knight so far, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, you know, that also, I feel the same way with that. Um, you know, there's been some big picture so far. I've enjoyed it, but there's just a lot of little stuff that I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, so I just, I don't know. It, it makes me nervous because I want to keep joy enjoying it. I want the content to continue to be amazing, but I'm just so far, I haven't been seeing it. Yeah. Um, but we will move on to, um, you know, one thing that I think, and, and we talked about it when we reviewed uh, Book of Boba Fett, but we really enjoyed, I think, I think I remember you saying you enjoyed it too, but having um, Ahsoka and Luke 
and just having that all of that stuff together was just really cool to see and um uh bryce dallas howard she has basically said if you enjoyed those episodes of book of boba fett then you are going to fully enjoy the ahsoka series so that's um that's made me pretty excited that worries me a little bit i'll be honest with you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, just because it's like, oh, did you enjoy this like incredible fan service that we did? Uh, what if okay. what if we what did more? Oh, okay, yeah. And it's like there's a right way to do things and a wrong way to do things. And I think that tie-in stuff in Book of Boba Fett worked well because it was I would I would go so far as to say essential yeah. to the story. But a lot of the stuff from like Mandalorian season two felt like, all right, we're gonna do this fan service thing. How do we make it work? Yeah, right. So that's that's my inherent fear. Mm-hmm. with with something like that that's fair i mean i'm gonna watch it regardless what am i what am i saying it's an ahsoka tv show yes i'm watching that i saw you are you must be in the middle of rewatching the clone war series i not like de- deliberately rewatching in the sense of like i'm gonna start at the beginning and go to the end but like i'm hitting high points for sure just because i i'm a creature of habit we know this we've we've discussed it in the past i have comfort shows that i'm like oh you know i have 25 minutes i need to kill i'm not gonna just watch youtube or whatever um yeah i'll I'll put on something that i know that i enjoy and clone wars is so enjoyable it is it holds up so much better than it should and to think that it was originally on cartoon network well and to think that clone wars the way we remember it is the second iteration because it had that like do you remember like that weird 2d like samurai jack style animation yes i do that's what it was originally right yeah it was different like yeah, it's weird remembering it. Like it's almost a like a um, what's the actual phenomenon called? The Mandela effect. Yeah. Like, and I know it's not that because I know that there are two separate things that exist separately. But it almost feels like a hey, does does anyone else remember this this thing? And everyone's like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's it's kind of that I don't know because that that Clone Wars isn't on Disney Plus, is it? It's like locked away somewhere. No, I I think it is actually. I think I saw that you can watch that because it was a it was a it wasn't very long. It was like maybe a seven or eight episode miniseries. Uh, it had 25 episodes over three seasons. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Wow. That was much longer than I thought it was. Yeah. Same. But I do remember it was very similar to Samurai Jack, which is awesome because Samurai Jack is cool. Yeah. Gosh, that is something if it were on a streaming service I had, I would go back and rewatch. Well, we also, in addition to some uh, releases, we had the release of the season four um, Stranger Things trailer. It, it is on Disney Plus. Oh, the whole thing is on Disney Plus? Yeah, it's oh, on wow. here. Star Wars, it's, oh no, it's characterized as vintage. <laughs> it's from 2003. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Curse you. Yeah. Wait, no, there's only two episodes. I wonder if they just did the... Because I think there may have been like a small movie type of oh, thing. Oh, 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 they were short episodes. Because there's only two episodes, but it has... It's 70 minutes, and it's chapters 1 through 20. Oh, yeah, okay. They, so they, they had just... to have been like... Interesting. Oh, yeah, that is a that is an applicable word. But yeah, so, we Sorry, had back the, to the Stranger uh, Things. Yeah, we had the Stranger Things uh, 4 trailer which uh, looks intense and absolutely incredible. We also learned that the last, well, they made it sound like this is the final season. Um, It's going to be split into two. So the first five episodes will be released in May, and then the second five will be released in June. How much of that do you think is Netflix trying to get to a a sustainable streaming pattern, like um, like how Disney Plus does weekly episodes? I think it could potentially be that. I also truly believe that they know, unfortunately, and Netflix, I kind of hope you're listening to this, they know that their material is not always the best. So... We're talking about you, Netflix. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Come at me, bro. They, um, (laughs) They know that their material is not always the best. And so because of that... Stranger Things is one of their shows that everybody loves. Like there are so many people that absolutely love this show. And so I really think that there's people that only buy Netflix when that show is released. They watch that show and then they cancel their subscription Mm -hmm. because that's the only thing they care about on the whole 
streaming service. And so I think this is their way of saying, ah, see, now you got to get it for two months. We got yeah. you for two months. I really think that's what they're doing. Yeah, I, I don't inherently disagree with you. Because, and this is something that we, um, that Jay and I had talked about when the Stranger Things trailer released, is the first part of the new season is going to release on uh, May 27th. Which, the same among other day things, as the first episode. Of, well, the first two episodes now two, of yes. Kenobi. Kenobi. And also within the same week as Miss Marvel. No, is, is it released that Wednesday? Would it be the 25th? Yeah, didn't Miss Marvel release the 27th? 27th would be Friday. They wouldn't move them to the same day. I thought it was like sometime in June. Yeah, first episode date, June 8th. Oh, okay. So but they still, will, in the middle overlap, of but, Kenobi. Yeah. 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 So to me, that almost, I don't, I don't know, that almost communicates to me like maybe we're not too sure about the the hit like uh, is it really going to be that great or i mean i guess at the same time though they've just maybe they've just reached the point they're they're releasing a lot of new stuff so they gotta you know they gotta release it at some point i think that's what it is more than more than anything else because multiverse of madness comes out at the beginning of may and then thor love and thunder comes out july 8th mm. so they probably don't want to overlap with themselves and they figured they could eat two weeks of overlapping with star wars because that's it's taking away from themselves. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if people are going to watch Miss Marvel or Kenobi, they'll be on Disney Plus. And if you're not going to watch either of them, then they're fine with that. Yeah. And uh, other than those things, I think as far as big news, I think that's it. Um, I did see that they. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Um, Breath of the Wild 2 was officially pushed back to 2023, oh, yes, that's right. I believe. Yep, you're right. I forgot to mention that. But that's just a vague, we want to do it right, we're pushing it back. So Potentially. More, more information uh, on that as it comes. I wish they would just release a freaking title. But they did show, they didn't show anything new exactly, but they did show Link, um, what... I'm trying to come up with um, the like a fun hypothetical, like what would you name Breath of the Wild two, and then I have my two immediate uh, meme titles for sequels, which is a uh, two breath two wild, <laughs> and uh, Breath of the Wild two electric boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a little chuckle at those because they're so dumb. <laughs> um, we could, uh, yeah. The only thing, the only thing new we saw in their little um, video, just explaining that it's going to come out next year in spring, is um, they they did show Link had um, looks like he has some sort of injury maybe on his arm because uh, his arm is all bandaged up, and then he has some tattoos on his shoulder, and then the Master Sword looked in pretty rough shape. It, it was it did not look good. Um, almost looks like it was melted or something. I don't know, but uh, I do know that I am very excited for this game, and it uh, looks like we're going to be in the same... I don't know if it's going to be the exact same map, but um, the same world, but you'll also be able to explore the sky, and I think they may have said the depths of the sea. I don't know what that means. Ah, uh, yes, because everyone loves Nintendo water levels. Ah, uh, yes. Looking at you, Mario. Mario water levels are trash. <laughs> By that, I mean I'm trash at playing them. I run out of air every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how much anxiety did you have when you played Super Mario 64 and you jumped through the picture with the sinking ship and you go spiraling through the air and you land in just a big, huge thing of open water? Because I know for me, I freaked out a little bit. I actually don't know that I remember that. Okay, all right. So either I haven't played it or I fully blocked it out. You may have done the That's, second. Yeah, no, bo- both <laughs> options are on the table here. Uh, <laughs> well, moving on, uh, why don't we go to uh, Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Well, let's if you if you wouldn't mind summarizing those first two episodes and then we can review them. You got it. All right, Moon Knight episode one, the goldfish problem. Uh, Stephen Grant works at the National Gallery in London, where he hopes to become a tour guide using his knowledge of ancient Egypt. After going to sleep one night, he awakes in the Austrian Alps and witnesses a cult meeting led by Arthur Harrow, who demands a scarab Grant unknowingly has in his possession. As he attempts to escape, he has several blackouts and hears a mysterious voice in his head before waking up in his home. Grant realizes that two days have passed since he went to sleep. 
he finds a hidden phone and a key card in his apartment and receives a call from the most frequent number in the phone's call log, a woman named Layla who addresses him as Mark. The next day at work, Grant is confronted by Harrow, who reveals he is a servant of the Egyptian goddess Amit. Grant gets away from Harrow, but is forced to remain at work that night on his own to make up for being late. Harrow summons an Anubis-associated jackal creature that attacks Grant at the museum, and his reflection asks to take control of their body. Grant agrees, transforms into a cloaked warrior, and kills the jackal. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <laughs> Jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do talk about it now or do uh, second episode and then talk? I guess about might both. as well talk about the second episode since they're so closely related. Uh, Moon Knight episode two: Summon the suit. The jackal does not appear on the museum's security cameras, and Grant is fired for the damage. He uses the keycard to access a storage locker where he finds the scarab. He speaks with his reflection another identity in Grant's body that introduces himself as American mercenary Mark Spector the current avatar of the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. Grant is confronted by Layla, Spectre's wife, who is unaware of Grant's existence, before being arrested by police officers who work for Harrow. Harrow reveals that he was Khonshu's previous avatar until he chose to follow Amit to prevent future harm. He explains that he wants to use the scarab to find Amit's tomb and resurrect her so she can purge humanity of evil by wiping out everyone who has or will commit evil deeds. Layla rescues Grant, but Harrow summons another jackal creature. Harrow manages to summon a suit of, er, sorry, Grant, oof. Grant manages to summon a suit of his own to fight the jackal, but is overpowered <laughs> and allows Spectre to take control. That was funny. Spectre kills the jackal, but loses the scarab to Harrow. Conchu threatens to claim Layla as his next avatar, should Spectre fail to stop Harrow. I, I would like to say, start off with, I really like Ethan Hawke, and I think he has been really good. He has definitely been, um... Hmm. I mean, it's it's definitely among the, the known actors in this show, at least the known actors to me, it's him and Oscar Isaac. Yeah. And I think they've both been really good. They have. Yeah, the acting, I, I, I will agree with you there, the acting in this show so far has been very good. And um, I just, li I really like Ethan Hawke, so anything he's in, I usually enjoy. And uh, I read somewhere, somebody said, um, did you know that Ethan Hawke, this was uh, playing the character in Moon Knight, this is the first script that he didn't read before taking the role. And then somebody <laughs> commented on it and said... Yeah, because he has bills to pay and has to feed himself. <laughs> Where is it? Something else just came out. It was something like that. Oh, it was, we talked about, Jay and I briefly talked about the, the new Nicolas Cage movie where he plays himself. And I want to say, like, in one of the, the press junkets for that, he was like, yeah, no, I made a bunch of crap movies because I had bills. Yeah. I was like, I mean, we all knew that, but like, you didn't have to say it. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, I, I remember an interview with, um, I want to say, I want to say it was Harrison Ford. And, you know, he said something like, you know, in if you want to make money, you make movies. But if you want a salary, you make TV shows. Like if you want something consistent, you make TV shows. So I could see that. Yeah. So I think I think every actor at some point is like, yeah, sure. I'll make a TV show because I need money. What? What does that shock you? No, I'm looking at the cast trying to be like, oh, I think I've heard of some of these other people. The, the guy who does the voice of Khonshu um, won an Oscar as the role of Antonio Salieri in Amadeus. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. Two very different movies. <laughs> very different movies. This is Amadeus? <laughs> Golly. Amadeus, Amadeus. Stop. <laughs> it's stuck in my head for days. <laughs> You're welcome. No. <laughs> um, we will... Uh, yeah, so let's see. Positives. Um... I like the supernatural element a mm -hmm. lot. I like that the villains, the the like the uh, jackals, uh, people can't see them um, yeah. because that that was uh, shown first. And he he went up to the to the security guard who gets his name wrong every time and uh, was like, "Hey, uh, can you play the recording from last night?" And you see uh, Stephen running around, but you don't see the jackal at all. Yeah. And then later, when the jackal is called again. 
um, once again, the uh, Stephen can see the jackal, but uh, Layla can't. And I thought that was that was a, a neat touch. And, it, and to me, it kind of further kind of proves what we've been talking about on how like, okay, obviously they're going to have like a supernatural team, you know, Avengers team, a supernatural Mm -hmm. Avengers team. And that's clearly, I mean, I I think we've been right about that because we've got several supernatural based characters that are going to be coming into the MCU. And that's, I really think that's the direction they're headed. Yeah. Kind of, I, I imagine there is an actual team of this for Marvel, but kind of like the, the equivalent of justice league dark, you think? Yeah, Avengers Dark. Uh, they wouldn't be that obvious, would they? No. I mean, I know it's Marvel and DC, and they're not subtle about copying each other, but, like... Yeah. I will say, like, obviously it, it clicked when I watched the shows, but reading the synopsis of of Amit wanting to purge humanity of evil by wiping out everyone who has or will commit evil deeds, we've already had that villain. That was Winter Soldier. Yeah. I mean, not not Bucky himself, but it was the, the plot of that movie. So I, I find it really interesting how it's the same purpose, but it's going to be done entirely differently. And I mean, we've talked about it before talking about like the best villains of the MCU and things. I don't see how he can like, he's got to be crazy, right? Like, how do you look at that and be like, no, this is what we need to do. We need to, we need to like a, what's another movie? Like Minority Report. Yeah. Although Minority Report, isn't it? They stop it as it happens and not like, oh, you're going to you're going to jaywalk in five years. We're going to kill you now. Like, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man, that that type of stop it before it happens rubs me the wrong way. I don't like it, which I feel like is kind of the point now that I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> Dang it. I think you might be onto something, John. I'm having an original thought that no one else has ever had. Um, let me go write this down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Steven was right because like he said that and then Steven's like, so you're telling me that like if a baby is born and you know that that baby is going to do possibly do something in 25 years, you're just going to go ahead and kill that baby. Like, can't that baby possibly change between now and then? And so then it, it's like, you know, he, um, you know, he, he even says, I'm sorry, but I'm not into the business of killing babies. And he has an excellent point. You know, it's kind of like when people are like, hey, if you could go back in time and kill Hitler as a baby before he did all the stuff that he did, you know, would you? And it's like, well, Mm. no, because that baby hasn't done anything. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know what that baby's going to do. And it's like, yes, but wouldn't a better idea be to like go back in time and maybe raise the baby in the right way? What? No, surely not. So that the child doesn't turn into a monster? So to answer your question, the Supernatural Avengers team is called the Midnight Suns. That's not a superhero team. That's a pay cable show. <laughs> the including Hellstrom, Jennifer Kale, Morbius, ooh, Werewolf ooh. by Night, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, and featuring Ghost Rider. Danny and Johnny Blaze. But not and the not team Johnny first Blaze. appeared in Ghost Rider number 31 in November 1992. Hmm. There you go is what i have to say about that they're from earth 616 so jay talking you were talking about like would you go back in time and change this thing even though it hasn't happened it reminded me of a, a mini series meg and i watched a couple of years ago have you heard of eleven twenty two sixty three? yes and i've yes. watched it and it's fantastic yeah um for anyone who is listening who might not have heard of it it is based off of a stephen king book yep mini series or like, like short story yeah. Anyway, it's based off of Stephen King, and the the gist of it is what happens if you go back in time and stop the Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Or, or and, for that matter, any historical event. Yeah. It's just the one that the one that he chose was the Kennedy assassination. But like like Jay said, you could address like you could address it to any major historical event, and just see the butterfly effect of of things that would happen and stuff like that is so cool. Yeah. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's neat. Historical revisionism. Who'd have thunk? How about that? voice is like almost mickey mouse but not really (laughs) oh boy i saved the president oh (laughs) um yeah i don't know uh besides the um you know the suit's really cool um i love the when steven is at is like put on the suit summon the suit suit, and his suit is like literally a white suit yeah it's like a it's like a three-piece well it's not a three-piece because he's not wearing a blazer but 
He's got like a, a bleach white mask, vest, shirt, slacks, shoes. Yeah. And when when Mark summons the suit, he's almost like a mummy with a cape. Yeah. And Steven summons his his um I almost want to call it like a like he's going out to dinner. It's like uh, Moon it... Moon Knight has a reservation. <laughs> and even like Conchu is just like, What are you what? And he looks in a mirror and Mark is like oh. He's like, You look like a glorified Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> That's high praise. <laughs> yes, it's like the third Nicolas Cage reference I've had tonight. This is great. <laughs> yeah, and he um Yeah, he's like, Well she said summon the suit, so this is <laughs> It's great. Um, but yeah, and, and and we figure out, too, that, okay, so not only does Mark control the this power, but so does Steven, mm-hmm. uh, because he ends up punching the jackal and does some pretty decent damage on him. <laughs> I love the, the pep talk from Mark. He's like, that was, that was a good punch. Look at you. <laughs> so proud. Like, the, the, the dynamic of Mark and Steven is so weird because they're the same person, but they're not. And I feel like, like we we referenced earlier, we we're very impressed with Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. But like, as the show goes on, I feel like that's just going to become more impressive. Yeah, I agree. It's, well, we'll we'll talk about that with the the next reviews. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll see as we go along. Um, you know, I I want to like this show a lot, and so far I have enjoyed it. But as far as understanding it, I am having a very difficult time. Yeah um egyptian like ancient egyptian culture is not exactly something that i've studied no not definitely not in detail i do know a lot about it because i do have a fascination with it personally Mm -hmm. but i don't know that much and so i'm hoping that they'll have some uh explanation stuff to help everybody else catch up on what's going on i hope so because otherwise it's going to be a lot of like i feel like they kind of have to treat it almost like asgard yeah in the sense of like you're vaguely familiar with the high points, but just because we're diving a little deep, we'll tell you the Cliff's Notes of what you need to know. And that is something I... Do kids today still use Cliff's Notes? Better question. Do kids today read? Question mark? <laughs> I think the answer might be no. I can't say anything. I don't. Yeah. I, c- I could not tell you the last time I read a novel. Hmm. I could probably tell you the last time Meg read a novel. It is uh, right now. <laughs> probably actively reading at this exact moment in time well so far what do you rate the show where do you rate the show i am going to give it a solid seven and a half trending upward okay just after the first two episodes i'm gonna set it at a six um enjoyable yeah but it needs more it needs more i like the goldfish bit that was funny the he he mark or uh steven rather is like acting all like whatever and then he like stops and you're like what what is he noticing and the fish had one less fin last he remembered Mm -hmm. and so that's what kicks off the realizing that he's been out for two days yeah i will say that's one thing that i don't know that i noticed until i was on twitter was so they what happens is steven blacks out things happen And then he wakes back up in his bed and he's like, oh man, I slept so bad. And what we know as the audience is Mark exists. And so Steven doesn't know that yet. And he thinks he's just like sleepwalking or or something. So he has like a leg, like an ankle restraint that he puts on. He has a, a row of sand that he can see if someone walks across it. He has painter's tape on the door, which you can't fix from the outside. And I didn't notice it until someone else was on Twitter, but they were like, can we can we take a second and just applaud Mark for going back in and fixing all of <laughs> Steven's all things? Of that, yeah. So he wasn't like, someone broke into my house. Someone broke out of my house. I don't know what's going on. It was like months of redoing all of those tedious things that Steven did. Yeah, and being so detailed to the point that when he's gone for more than a few days and his fish dies... He Got gets the exact same fish and puts it in the fish tank. So yeah, yeah I, I applaud just, I thought his that was nice. uh, attention to detail. And uh, yeah, so with that, I think we should move on to the main event, the main course, Sonic 2, 2 Sonic. 2 Hedgehog. 2 Tails. Oh. Uh, 2 Knuckles? Well, I mean, on the one hand, yeah, there are kind of the two. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it works. Oh. 
Yeah, uh, just FYI for those who maybe this is your first time, your first rodeo with us, but uh, we are a very spoiler-heavy podcast, so if you have not mm-hmm. watched this movie, we recommend you pausing the episode at this point, going and watching it, and then coming back to listen to the review. Um, I will start off by saying, take your kids to this one. Mm-hmm. It's safe for the family, and you're really going to enjoy it. I would say, with the caveat, you can watch this having not seen the first one, but you will enjoy you it more Yes, if you have seen the first one. Agree. So, I, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, I guess just real brief. I mean, we can we can be really brief uh, with the um, just a summary, but uh, it's it takes off uh, pretty much where the other one left off. Um, and Sonic has now been living on Earth for uh, roughly a year, maybe a little less. And uh, he's trying to be a superhero and is not doing a very good job, mainly because he's the maturity level of a twelve-year-old boy. Um, and so that, that's not working out for him very well. Uh, you know, his adopted family is trying to teach him how to be mature and make good choices. Um, let's see what else. Um, the, uh, Dr. Robotnik finds a way back to earth, uh, and in the process meets Knuckles. Um, Knuckles joins forces with the two of them and, uh, with, together. They, they join forces together because they uh, both want to defeat the Hedgehog. Uh, and they come to Earth. And it turns out that there is a power source that they're searching for. And uh, it's the Chaos Emerald. And... Um, I'm naked. I don't... Yeah, I think... I think that's right. I don't think you missed anything. Uh, they ended up having a big old fight. Knuckles realizes, of course, as expected, that uh, Dr. Robotnik is not a person that he can trust. And then they turn on each other, and they have a big old fight at the end. And then Sonic turns into a Super Saiyan, more or less. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they all become friends at the end. They make a promise to protect the Emerald. And then, of course, we have the after credit scene. Mm, and I, Shadow I, is I very revealed. Much, I very much enjoyed the... Well, I think it's a mid credit scene, just because I didn't have mid-credit, the patience to yeah. sit through credits that are going to be, like, ten minutes of CG. Like, CG designer. CG supervisor. CG's designer supervisors. Yeah, I, I think so um, much of this movie we, need is to, we need to applaud the CG uh department for this movie because they did an excellent job is there is there a specific scene that jumps out to you because there is to me Mm. to me just uh the the water scene where the temple uh opens up and in the ocean in the middle of the ocean okay that whole like them finding it and it opening up and all that kind of stuff the cg for that was incredible okay so my my one that jumped out to me is the immediate preference to that is um so dr robotnik and knuckles have teleported to where the temple is which is some island a couple of miles off the coast of hawaii and through you know narrative luck that you can do when you write the movie uh sonic is in hawaii and he sees that they're they're at the temple and whatever and he's like oh i i hate water and you know i have to try to run over there no plane can get me there fast enough and the CG of him running on the ocean waves oh uh, yeah was so good like i i went i turned and like i turned to the guy i watched the movie with and i was just like that looks so good and he was yeah. like yeah it looks really like he was like still like dead focused on this movie it's like yeah it, it looks really good yeah so so the reason why you liked that scene and the reason why i liked the other scene are for the exact same reason that the water effect mm-hmm. for that was so realistic. Yeah. It was very good. And and that's very hard to do. That's one of those things that like most video games you play, like any have... kind of open world, like that's one of the first things I look at is like, water what does physics. the water look like? Yeah. What is the water? Yeah. The water physics. And yeah, sure. They've gotten close, but you can always just tell like something's off, but this like, it was good. Yeah. So, Praise so, to the, so to what the CG would, team. What would be some of your likes and dislikes? Um, man, I, so I'll tell you when, as soon as this movie was done, I went with my oldest and the movie wrapped up and we walked out of there and both of us walked out of there and we're like, wow, that was good. That was fun. <laughs> like your face has me. I'm so I, curious right now. I'm reading. Cause I was, 
well, I was going to say one of the things that I really like. I like Idris Elba in yes. like everything. Anything. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but I was reading the, the Wikipedia page for Knuckles because the thing that I didn't realize, the voice of Sonic is Ben Schwartz, who played uh, Jean-Ralphio on Parks and Rec. And the voice of Knuckles is obviously Idris Elba. But who is the voice of Tails? And the voice of Tails is actually the actual voice of Tails. Like, from oh, the from... games, from TV series, from anything else. Oh, wow. From, like, since 2010, it's, um, what is her? Colleen O'Shaughnessy oh, has wow. been the voice of Tails. So I think huh. that's I think that's really cool. That is cool. I didn't know that. But the thing that made me, like, yeah, I Trivia made Trivia question for you. What is Tails' first name? Uh, I just had the page open, so I oh. know it. Isn't it, like, Miles? It's Miles, yeah. Yeah. I don't know why characters need I don't know if they ever nicknames. say that in the movie. I don't think they do. I think they said, I'm Tails, and they call me Tails, and Sonic is like, is it because, because of, of the, the Tails? I knew you'd get it, Sonic. You're the best. <laughs> <sighs> but the thing that I, I made a full-on face is uh, in the film Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Knuckles is voiced by Idris Elba. Elba is set to reprise the role again in the upcoming Knuckles spinoff series, which is set for release on Paramount Plus in 2023. Oh my goodness. Not not everything they, needs a show. Are they jumping the robotic shark? I and Liking Idris Elba in this movie is a double-edged sword for me, because I like Idris Elba, but Knuckles is just straight-up Drax. Yes. He is the same Basically. character. Yeah. And it's like, didn't we just have one of these guys like four years ago? What are we? I like him. And he, I feel like he plays easier in something like this. I feel like Knuckles is written better than Drax, but he's still just like, he's very dry. What I liked about the, the way Knuckles was written was he was consistent with all of his dialogue. All mm-hmm. of his dialogue was consistent. So like, even at the end, like it wasn't like he ever started talking like everybody else and i hope that they keep that up because he like they he wins at baseball and like he, he, <laughs> he hits a home the run weirdest and, trash and he's, he's walking to each like he walks to each base and he's like i have now dominated you first base I, uh, yes i have now conquered the second of the bases <laughs> <laughs> and then they're driving away and he's like i think you're mad because i beat you at the ball of base. <laughs> it's, um, it's a, it's, I really, there's not much negative I can say about this movie, truthfully. Um, I mean, I, I guess the one downside, and it's, to me, it's almost to be expected because it is more of a child's movie, a children's movie, mm-hmm. is the, um, everything working out perfectly. Like, yeah. Happened to be at the right place at the right time for a lot of things. Oh, hey, it just so happens that I have a translator. And oh, it just so happens that I have an iPod and they happen to have a hookup for the iPod so that we can have this dance off, which was very really unexpected. Funny. Yeah, <laughs> they they go to this like kind of a bar, but not like a weird like a family restaurant it's a, it's like a pub in siberia and they think they're gonna have to like do a fight because it's siberia and then he's like no it's a dance-off and it's like i'm sorry it's a what and that guy's really good i don't yeah. think i don't think any of that dance was digital or if it was it, it was, was very convincing so like that's really impressive i was like but he has to lose because he's you know not the hero and it's just kind of how that works, especially in, like you said, especially in a kid's movie. But I mean, also, like you're saying, I don't know that there's anything that I just straight up like didn't like. I loved that the guy that was doing the dance off, he had a tattoo of himself on his chest. <laughs> doing like the pose that he made. And it was like, oh, OK, so it's still I see what you're doing. <laughs> did you notice at one point? I, I can't even remember what happened beforehand, but he did uh, the uh the like hail mary holy cross across his chest and then he also did it to his little tattoo chest as well i don't know that i noticed that that's (laughs) hilarious that was pretty funny very clever oh my gosh um but yeah i i can't honestly i'm I'm sitting here i'm trying to think if there was anything that really stands out to me you know i you know what was funny and and i think this happens a lot with children's movies because i i laughed about it and then i thought you know i wonder how many times this happened to my parents but one thing I tell my oldest all the time is to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And then Jim Carrey says it in the movie. And then on the way home, my son probably quoted that to himself like three times whenever he started doing something that was working 
harder, not oh, smarter. No. And I was like, okay, here I am saying this for several years now, and he is now just learning this from the villain, which is to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. Of course, it took a movie for him to finally learn that lesson. I So apparently in the wake of the um, Will Smith, Chris Rock incident from the Oscars, which if you're unfamiliar with, uh, what rock have you been living under and is there room for more? Um, <laughs> Jim Carrey had said something to the extent of he was going to retire, but... Oh, after this? I think so. No, and he's got to come gotta back. He's got to do the third movie, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, in April 2022, Carrey announced he was planning to retire from the movie-making industry, explaining that he had done enough, uh, have enough, and was enough. Some of those are, are taken out of direct context, which is why the syntax is weird. Um, when asked if he could ever come back, his response was, it depends. If the angels bring some sort of script that's written in gold ink that says to me it's going to be really important for people to see, I might continue down the road, but I'm taking a break. He's got to be in the third one. He's it's got shadow. to. You know what? I can think of something that I didn't like, that I was disappointed about. And it's because that it wasn't in the movie. But as we know, they are for sure making a Super Mario movie. Mm -hmm. Chris Pratt is actually going to be voicing Mario. Um, My whole thought was after credits of this movie is going to be Mario showing up at the end of this movie. It did not happen. It would have been it would have been nice because there are those like Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics games. Yes. So I feel like that would have been a a fun way to start it, but yeah, I I don't know. But I do feel that they now have like an ultimate power source that a ultimate villain could go after Mm -hmm. and have to involve the Sonic universe. Yeah. Because we do know that there are, multiple universes in this movie in this universe that sonic is located because dr robotnik actually mentions that at one point and is like i'm going to rule this planet and all the planets and i think he's named some other things and he's like and all the universes and so it's like okay so that's a thing that exists so we could I I still think it is entirely possible that we could see a Super Smash universe. That would be so fun, especially if it culminated in a Smash Brothers movie. Yes. That would be... Like, because, I mean, it works out perfectly, because what you have... So if you've never played Super Smash first, like, what are you doing doing with your life? Um, But it's... It's all these really famous, not strictly Nintendo characters, but characters that have been borrowed, I guess you could say, from Nintendo, by Nintendo, and put into this one game where they all fight amongst each other. Um, But the ultimate enemy in these games is what's called the hand, and it's just this floating white hand, and they fight this thing. Now, I'm not saying that's what would happen in the movie, but the thing what's unique about it is like it's not like there is something that leads up to all of them being in this game and it's not like it affects anything in the games afterwards mm-hmm. all these characters still have all their own stories all their own separate things but then you just throw them all together in this one event why not why not do that where you have Zelda and Mario and Sonic and Samus and Captain Falcon. Like and I would, Captain Falcon. I would watch a Captain Falcon movie. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And then you have one ultimate movie where like Bowser or Ganondorf or all the, all the villains combine come together to get this chaos gem. And then you throw everybody into this one movie and they duke it out. I was trying to think of a villain. I was like, does Kirby even have villains? And I was like, oh, gravity. And I was like, no, it's, it's <laughs> King DDD. Yeah. But my immediate reaction was like, like brick Kirby when he does his, his down, his slam. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, gravity is his, is his villain. Right. Right. Yeah. It would be, ah, it would work out so well. And I don't know at the current rate that Marvel is going and star Wars, I'm like, Hey, why not? I think people are kind of looking for something new 
Like, give us something different to look forward to. Why not take advantage of it? I mean, yeah, it is It is there to be made. There's absolutely a market for it. Yeah. And uh, so, can we say that these first two Sonic movies are successful video game movies? Absolutely. I, I think so very strongly. Because it knows what it is. Like, Sonic is, I mean, it's not Metal Gear, right? It's not this dark and gritty game that's actually for adults like sonic is a bright vibrant colorful game that is kid accessible it's not for kids but kids can play it yeah and they they know their market yeah the movies are that yeah yeah they know their market and they need to keep it like that and they need to and you know i think I, i talked actually i talked to my son about this and we agreed that the reason why they've been so successful is because they're not trying to do anything like revolutionary you know they're just they're making a good story using characters that are already developed and created they're not trying to do anything super grandiose with them they're just making they're just making a simple movie and you know even the music like it's the same exact music from the video game like there's not anything hugely different and i think that's why it's been so successful is because they're just giving the fans what it is that they want so Keep it up. Yeah, I would I would absolutely encourage more movies like this. Because, I mean, it's not going to win an Oscar, but it's fun. Yeah. We could do with more fun. Yes, exactly. A 97 on Rotten Tomatoes as of yesterday. That's... Yeah, I would, be- I would believe it. Yeah. That's pretty good. I, I would say that's, that's very good. Uh, yeah. At risk of having childhood flashbacks, uh, 97 is, uh, is serviceable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i guess we should where, where where how many how many gold rings or how many uh how many chaos gems do you give this movie well i mean canonically there are only seven chaos uh, emeralds right yeah that's true so so i guess we should do rings i mean we could rate it one out of seven but that's a really weird scale <laughs> that is a weird scale <laughs> um I think one out of ten, I would give it, I would probably give it like an eight and a half, nine, just because it doesn't have that oomph to me that takes it to ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can agree with you there. Um, I enjoyed it. I had fun. I I want more, honestly. I, I like, they need to just keep doing what they're doing and have a good time with it. And so with that, I think I'm with you. I'm going to give it, a, I think I'm going to give it a nine. That's what it was. The So the whole reason why Sonic's parents are in Hawaii is they're there for a wedding. And then the <laughs> wedding turns out to be a sham where everyone there is a government agent hunting Sonic. And it was called Operation Catfish. And that's why I can't give it a 10 is because there are moments that are so cringe I covered my face. So to a lot of people, uh, that's very funny. But I'm not one of those people. I can't give it a 10. And the um, the uh, abbreviation for that group is GUN. The Guardian Units of Nations. <laughs> and then when it's explained, the person it's being explained to looks at him and, and she's just like, it spells GUN. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that the NCIS guy is the no the the Criminal Minds guy Shamar Moore. Criminal Minds that's well it. he's on he's on SWAT now he actually does still have his own show oh, okay but yeah Shamar I like that Moore he's a part of the Secret Service <laughs> he I so obviously I haven't seen him as like a movie star but like I've watched enough Criminal Minds to respect his ability and like he's got a lot of potential like comedically he does like he yeah he has the the action figure muscles right but he's also like he he acts well mm-hmm. i feel like his, his ceiling is not carrying a tv show like if he wanted to he could do movies he could big big he shamar could. Moore fan this guy not big enough to watch yeah. swat but like i respect him <laughs> all right well i guess a nine it is then yeah recommend it go see it you'll enjoy it i promise and uh and like we said it's one that you can take the kids to they're mm-hmm. gonna enjoy it too they're gonna laugh uh you know it i have to say i'm one of those that i enjoy all the uh references to like modern current stuff you know that's going on you know they reference a few you know pop culture things which was funny um so it's a good time but uh with that i think 
I think that's it. So uh, we will be reviewing uh, the episode three and four of Moon Knight, and we will also be reviewing something else. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. <laughs> well, we'll come up with something sometime, probably. If you can think of anything that you would like for us to review, please let us know. Um, I hope all of you had a hoppy Easter. Hey, there we go. And uh, my, I hope everyone takes advantage of my second favorite thing about Easter, which is uh, the half price candy. Oh, yes. On Monday. Yes. Yes. Kroger's actually started doing it like day of. What? So like I was in, I was in the store on Halloween and candy was already marked down. And I was just like, what the? I have not budgeted for this. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna come back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so yeah, if you have any ideas, let us know. Um, and uh, but we will be back in two weeks. And so until then, nerd out.